These are stories about murder. <gasps> Could there be a hidden clue? Things that are exceptionally alarming. Like what? Just alarming things. Because he's at the bottom of the ocean, every little sound is intensely magnified. He hears animals eating his friends and crewmates. Oh my God. Instead of scattering ashes, he had simply dumped them in the parking lot. <laughs> in Germany, before a royal court. Thought she was Polish. No, the magician is Polish. This is three shots in. And today we're talking about... Welcome back to Three Shots In. I'm Jess. Jake is not present for this one. He's in Vegas, partying with my grandma for her birthday. A lot of fun. We wish him well. And by we, I mean myself and my two guests this episode. And they are sweet Samantha. Hi. And my father, Ryan. Hey. I'd like to give a thank you to uh, our patrons for the podcast. There happen to be two sitting here at the table. I personally love those people. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're all right. They're amazing. You guys are fantastic. And it's a good thing that Jake's not here because he would compliment you on your well-endowed body, <laughs> undoubtedly. <laughs> um, so today we took shots of C.B. Jackson, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Yes. I assume that means it's blended with bourbon and whiskey. It's, well, it's just what they call it. It's bourbon, but okay. it's a, it's a rougher version of bourbon. Yeah, we're, if you, Sam, do you think you could, okay, turn that around so it faces the camera? Overall, we were not a fan. No. It was not great. It had a um, a tongue-numbing quality. Nose-burning. Yeah. yeah, and then a quality where it, it just leapt right up into the sinuses, similar to horseradish. Yeah, I so, think when I was young, I think I would have loved it, but okay. as an, as a uh, mid- ranged older gentleman mid-ranged yeah, yeah i like mid-range <laughs> yeah okay yeah mid-range older gentleman uh you know my my taste buds have uh, are more refined i think now matured they have matured uh, and that is just a rough bourbon right yeah it i mean the person that it was purchased from made mm, there was no mincing words he was very <laughs> very clear about how cheap the whiskey was but right. he said it was his favorite cheap go-to whiskey gotcha gotcha so makes sense acquired taste it seems like is the 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 sum of what we're saying drinks we uh we just got some casual beers here and then sam brought her own favorite mike's harder lemonade black cherry today i see so you decided to take it to the extreme that's not just hard lemonade harder even harder than even harder Wow. Then regular lemonade. Then Mike's hard lemonade. She's a risk taker for sure. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, yeah. And that, you didn't just get cherry. No. It's black cherry. Black cherry. So it says a lot. Hard and thick cherry. That's yeah. Jacob's favorite, too. Yeah. It is. It's, it is. It is his favorite. All right. Well, it is now time to spin the wheel for the very first time. The wheel. Who would like to spin it? We've got two guests this time. Ladies first. Oh, I thank you, sir. You're I'd welcome. love to. Go ahead and spin it, Sam. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> it was acceptable. It was strong. That was wow, good. You didn't, waste, okay. you didn't waste any time. That was very smooth. It was a smooth Thank spin. You. I've done it. I've, I am the first guest. I've, I've been done doing this a long time. That's true. The most experienced. Yeah, yeah. Most experienced guest. I'd say. Sure. Well, wheel number one, our first wheel spin, it is Would You Rather Worm oh, no. Edition. 
I can only assume that means it's would you rather the normal way, but everything has to do with worms somehow. I'm scared. Mm. And uh, the way we like to do would you rather, it's kind of a free for all. Whoever thinks of the first would you rather can just throw them out there. Okay. Let's think of one. You know, I had a good one recently. It's ironic that we're talking about worms this time because I had um, sent in for the wheel a would you rather. Mm-hmm. And it was, and I didn't send it in actually. I thought of it on the fly because I'm really smart and clever, but so clever. <laughs> it was, would you rather have a spider's egg sac burst in your mouth or have a parasite lay eggs in the bottom of your foot? Yeah, I think, I think, I think we all said, or I know I was on to spider burst in your mouth, the spider sac the, and just, the egg sac in yeah, your mouth. just swallow them and Sam, be done with it. You seem like you're. Just not sure which one is. They both sound absolutely terrible. Neither of them is the lesser. Are they? I feel like the spiders, while it would be traumatizing, I could I could spit them all out, maybe swallow a few, but then it would be over. Versus like worms, like in your foot. Oh yeah, like that's Bottom like a surgical yeah. go in. You got yeah. all this recovery time. Like it would it would be traumatizing. And then you'd also have to recover. Right. My answer was spider egg sac in my mouth. For sure. Because that's much less invasive than being underneath my skin. Mm -hmm. I'd probably cry after and have nightmares for a long time. But I'd rather do that than have the worms in my foot. Okay. Mm. Well, that's that's would you rather number one. Okay. So would you rather, well, we're on worms though. So would you rather in six hours time drink the tequila bottle that has the worm at the bottom. Also, once you get to the bottom, you consume the worm. All within six hours, but it can be anywhere you want in your own house, air conditioned, whatever. Or eat a taco and the meat is worms. Taco. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, because it's a taco. So there's going to be taco seasoning, cheese, lettuce, because I'm American. So I'm used to like Taco Bell. She does the American taco. (laughs) Sour cream. Even if it was not and it was authentic, like there would still be lime, like. Even better. There'd be onion, cilantro. It would be really flavorful. So I feel like the meat would be seasoned and I could just eat the whole thing really quickly and be like, yes, a taco. It's a taco. Yes, this is a delicious taco. And just. So that's your motivation. It would be over a lot faster. Yeah. Like it would be over a lot faster and I could probably trick my, my brain into thinking like, yes, this is just natural Meat, you know, right. sorts of You almost protein. swayed me. You almost had me. I was right there. But you know what? I want to know what that worm's going to do to me. It's a bottle of tequila for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bottle of tequila, six like, hours. I think I'd do it. I'd like to think that if there was an apocalypse right. and I found this, you know, I'm, I've got my garden, you know, because I've, I've learned to live off the land. Right. And I've learned to like cultivate worms or something like sure. in my garden. And yeah. there's like just a huge, you know, variety of worms that I would be able to get them and turn them into food. And so if I had a lot of taco seasoning in the cupboard, I feel like I could make that work. Yeah. I feel like I could make that work. And in uh, apocalypse, of course, we're going to eat. Yeah, we're starving. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I can grab some fresh lettuce from my garden and then. So you and I are getting hammered. Yes, only because this was not in an apocalypse type situation. Right. It's a one-time deal. I don't want to get shmammered in an apocalypse situation. I could still (laughs) do that today because I have a garden and we are not in an apocalypse and I have taco seasoning, so still So you think you could season it to the point that there was, it was, it was just undetectable worm. What about when they're moving? Flesh. I mean, I'm not going to, I mean, that didn't specify though, like That's raw so worm dead. versus cooked. Like I could, I, yeah. I guess I go raw worm the whole way. I might <laughs> hurl while like chopping them up and stuff. And right. I'd feel so guilty. Cause I'd be like the worms, like, Oh, they're oh, poor like, worm. I don't know if I would, 
<laughs> I would want them fresh, I guess. Right. So I'd probably want to, you know, so I'd feel terrible. I'd probably have some tears. Like, I'm so sorry. I guess. Yeah. For me, <laughs> then for them. me, the go-to is the tequila because mm -hmm. I enjoy tequila. Mm -hmm. I know for a fact I could whip that up, mix it up in some really good cocktails and have a grand old time for six hours straight. And then it's only one worm I have to eat at the end. Just one. And it's no. so probably full of alcohol and fermented or whatever. It's, it's not yeah. going to be like a worm. It's That's not going to have the texture of the worm. It's right. just going to be a crunchy little right. mess. I'm not scared of that. Okay. It's the tequila, which if you've listened to uh, one of the early episodes. Yeah. yeah. I remember that you had a rough. Yeah. Rough me getting drunk for the very first time, you know, but I also remember that air. you vanished for a while and then you came back for a little improv, a little, a little bit too. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I kind of chimed in from the couch Yes, that's you know, true. Yeah. But like the tequila, it was not a fun, it's not a fun experience. I didn't expect it to be. And it wasn't. <laughs> Most of the worst yeah. stories I've ever heard with alcohol involved tequila. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't good. Okay. I've got a contribution to I, the would you, of rather. would you rather. Yes, yes, it's here. Worm edition. It's a little weird. Okay. But just run with it. Um, would you rather get a worm tattoo on your neck mm. or above your eye? Like on your forehead type thing. You see what that, I mean? That's it. It's would you rather one of those? Yeah. Eyes neck. Neck yeah. tattoo. Neck. And I would just say it's a snake. Okay. <laughs> it's not a worm. It's very clearly an earthworm. <laughs> Whatever you want it. Yeah. I would I'd be neck. neck. I would, I could, you know, maybe I'd grow my hair out. No, I wouldn't grow my hair out. Fuck shit. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, I want a picture. <laughs> yeah. No, I can't. I haven't had long hair since I was in seventh grade. Is that how long it's been? Yeah, I cut wow. my hair my eighth grade. I cut my hair because it's sports. Right. And then once I went in the Marine Corps, I've had a shaved head. Oh, since. yeah. This is a lot. I'm a hippie right now. I'm a chia pet. It's you should disgusting. see him. Once, a chia yeah, pet. right now with his hair this length, especially in the heat, he gets he gets real whiny. That It's it's too insulating. He's yeah. sweating more. He's, so you would be a goner with yeah. this hair. I, oh, yeah, I, I would eat my gun <laughs> if I had to walk out into the heat. I don't know how y'all do it. This is basically... Yeah, they're, they're, it's like a scarf around our neck. Yeah. Okay, okay. Another weird one. Would you rather have... Wait, 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 wait. Where are you getting the tattoo? Yeah, yeah. And where are you I, getting I the tattoo? The oh, I said the neck. Fine, fine. I said the neck, but I didn't say what kind of worm. So... No, no, she said it's an it's earthworm. It is we clearly an earthworm. That's yeah. fine. I would do the earthworm from James and the Giant Peach. He's got those shades oh, on. yeah. And he's hilarious, and I love him, and I would get him be like, yeah, he's from James and the Giant Peach. And everyone loves that movie. So they'd be like, oh, and they'd love it. I would also do. You'd uh, have to defend yourself. I, I, everyone would love mine. Okay. I would do the neck tattoo as well. I just thought that would be an interesting question to see how everybody felt about face tattoos. <laughs> yeah. I don't, not a fan. I, not a fan. I would never get, I don't think a tattoo on my neck, but. I don't want neck or face tattoos, but. But I guess that's why I asked the question is, which is but worse. I don't neck tattoo. on my eye. Like, but you could do a small one over there. Maybe grow your eyebrows. Like, are you talking about above the eyebrow or like it would on just have to be somewhere around eye. your eye. You could, you could position it wherever yeah, no, you I want do it. it on the neck. Cause then if I was doing like, I do a lot of costumes, I feel like I would be easier to cover up. You just like you'd makeup be, or something. You'd become yeah. a turtleneck wearer. No, I wouldn't. I'd rather show the tattoo off than wear a turtleneck. I think you could rock a, a nice turtleneck. Thanks. Personally. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like they're choking me. Yeah. I would pay money to see dad in a turtleneck. I would also pay money to see you in a turtleneck. I can show your father in a turtleneck <gasps> in a bar in the Marine Corps. I would love no. that. Don't was, tease us. It was a cold. I'll, I'll find it. You probably look like a it. cool sea captain or something. Uh, 
feel like I don't know. I don't know about that. Look like Shaggy from Scooby Doo <laughs> no. in a turtleneck. Well, I was Marine Corps, so I was pretty yoked. I was pretty yeah. Big. No, but you were yoked, but you cool were really crafting. thin yoked. Yeah. Like you were very lean. Yeah. And so if you were wearing thick material, there it wasn't obvious that you were muscular. You were yeah. thin. Still, I don't know. I think I don't you. Know. Could, I yeah, think we'll see. I'll find the picture. Yeah, you make the decision. On. We'll okay. we'll make the right. decision. Um, my next one, my little my little off the wall worm edition. Would mm-hmm. you rather? Um, based off of dad being so opposed to having long hair, would you rather have worm length hair on your head? Okay. Or on your groin? Oh. Sam already has very long hair on her head. So do I. So I think it's clear what our answers are. Dad. I'd have to put it on my head. I got. <laughs> I like to be manscaped, so. Yeah. yeah. All right. How so, would you style that hair? Yeah, would it be like a short worm? Down to like your nose, basically. Yeah, it would be like slicked box. back. Bowl cut? Yeah, slicked back, <laughs> shaved on the slicked sides. Back. Yeah, and slicked back. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, nice. And I would be miserable the rest of my life with that hair. Okay. Yeah. Would you rather eat a worm salad or a worm soup? Worm soup, I think. Really? I think soup. You can make any. I feel like you, you can, can make hide soup. It in a soup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some no, is it, is it is it cut up parsley. or is it a slippery little? They are left long like noodles. Oh, I would, well, I would just Ooh. treat it like uh, you know. There's some noodles, Thai noodles or no. whatever that you can then just kind of think it's those noodles or whatever. No, it, I change it to salad because really? I'd want something crunchy in there to distract. Because in a soup, like that texture of that's my hot, thought, and then like. So if you slurped them whole, I feel like I could do it. No, no, no. I have to be in a salad. It has to be in a salad. Let's, let's get off that subject. You're about to, about to go. It's like, nope. Just personally, I'm very familiar and comfortable with slurping a whole worm. Um, what? Dad? We're good. Oh, let's move on. Okay. All right. Well, I think we've, I think that's worm enough. Worm slurping. I think that's uh. plenty for the wheel. Yeah, um, let's move on. Allow me to move on to... Gross. To my uh, my contribution to Ooh. the worm episode. Yeah, and we get to see pics. Is this on the break, or do we get to see them while you're talking? They will be as I'm telling okay. these stories. Very cool. I will definitely oh, share pictures. these pictures. We're gonna have to show our inner <clears throat> our reaction to those photos. Oh. So it's very important to me that you react to these photos and that everyone see as I'm telling these stories. I um, can see some pretty horrific stuff. Yeah, and I show too. too big of a reaction, yeah. but yeah. So what I decided to talk about. Talked about it a little bit on the Instagram live. You should definitely join those. We go live most Fridays. You should join us. Lots of fun. I agree. Friday afternoons, central time. Anyway, uh, I decided to talk about parasites. You know, you, you hear the word worm and I thought about like, you know, tapeworms and ringworm and all that gross stuff. All the nasty stuff. All the nastiest <laughs> things. So you thought about like worms, like that can harm you like in your body. Yeah, I did. Yes. <laughs> Um, and that just led me to a slew, an entire list of parasites, most of which are worms, but not all of them are. I mean, they basically are. They look like it. So not this first one. Oh, no. We begin with the tongue eating sea louse. That already sounds horrible. Ew. Scientific yeah. name, because why not? Yeah, let's hear it. The, <laughs> <laughs> the bourbon whiskey. It's. Did you feel confident when you first Challenge. Saw it? I was extremely confident when I wrote these Just notes. Just say it confidently. That's what Jacob says. Say it the confidently. The Simothoa exigua. Sounded good. Okay. I'm into that. If, uh-huh. if that yeah, was yeah. wrong, I would I would not know. It sounded really smart. You Thank have you. the perfect audience to Yeah, I appreciate yeah, it. Just move on. By it. Yeah. Hey, what do you mean by that? Are you trying to say no one who watches <laughs> this podcast is educated? We're both perfect. 
Oh. 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 That's what I was saying. Okay. Good save. Don't read it. Good save. Right. So the the tongue-eating sea louse, it makes its home inside of a fish's mouth. Oh, I was picturing like a human mouth and I was like, oh no. That would be horrifying. (laughs) Um, But no. gross. Humans are perfectly safe from the tongue-eating sea louse, thankfully. So much better. Uh, It lives in the ocean. Okay. Its target is ocean living fish. As the name would indicate, it consumes the tongue of its victim, then attaches itself to the remaining stump and effectively functions as the fish's tongue while it feeds on its blood and mucus in a gruesome symbiosis. So, so the fish can still eat and survive yes, while it, it's feeding also, on the fish. Because the because the sea louse attaches itself to the stump that remains, mm-hmm. the stump will still move, and the sea louse will move as though it were the tongue. Wait, wait, wait. Is, so, is this just like you were talking about a couple episodes back, where like with Alien, where you've got the little tiny one inside the mouth? So, like, is the is the tongue? Worm, like now getting the leftovers, just like the tiny mouth inside so the, it, the xenomorph. The description I read specified that it feeds on the blood and blood and mucus. Oh. So as it's in the mouth, there is a sort of symbiosis taking place. It will assist the fish in eating as though it were the fish's tongue, and it will eat the fish's mucus as it consumes and the blood of whatever it does consume, as well as the blood of the fish itself. Here are some pictures. Oh, so the face is facing out. Outward, like out the mouth. It is very clearly a living Whoa. organism inside the mouth of the fish. People Poor have fish. as uh, so the very last picture. People have caught them and found them inside the mouths oh of God. the fish. I'd throw that fish back. I'd be like, yeah, Nah, that's, see ya. That's nasty, right? That or I'd want to put the fish out of its misery, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so I just it's like you know the creation of of the world and whatever. It's like, you know, why do you create that? Why did you create this? Yeah. Why did we do that? Interesting. Interesting. Very deep. Yeah. I don't know. As I mentioned, the tongue eating sea louse, horrifying as it is, is not a danger to humankind. That's a relief. That's a huge relief. That is a huge relief. However, everything else on this list is we move on (laughs) to the loa loa, also known as the eye worm. (gasps) No. And I have a picture. Is that as bad as it sounds? It is it exactly is what you're thinking. What you're thinking. It is 100% what you're thinking. My is, eyes are already bad. <laughs> well, it is most common in West and Central Africa. The larvae of this nematode worm infect humans through fly bites. Yeah. Symptoms of this worm include itching and swelling, even brain damage in very uncommon cases. It can travel through the body's tissues for years on end, but it earned its namesake by ending up in the eyes of its victims, which is when its presence is impossible to ignore. Not only can the worm be seen, but horrifically, it can be felt by its victim as it squirms across the soft tissue beneath the cornea. Uh. (laughs) No! If and once the worm reaches the eye, it is fairly simple at that point to remove under local anesthetic, but it is horrifying to behold. Sam, would you like to see? Yes. <laughs> Dad. Oh my it's God, so that's long, rough. And like colored and really thin. It is much larger than you would have thought, but it- Yeah, really. All of these pictures, by the way, folks, will be put up. I don't know if I should put them on social media. Are they graphic? Kinda. You, the, you found you them. You can put a warning. You can put them up there. Just put a if not, put them on your Patreon and then they have yeah, to- yeah, yeah. Put it on Patreon. Okay. 
They will be on Patreon. Go and on if you'd Patreon. like to see it, I mean, it's a very it's cheap. That's the juicy stuff. Yeah. Five bucks a month. That's it. Definitely. You should definitely join. You should do it. That is the Loa Loa. We move on that's, to. It's disgusting. A different, but equally as horrific sort of worm. It's called the dragon worm. Ooh. Right. Wait, it's equally horrific. Okay, go on. It is. It has many names. Its other names include the guinea worm, the drunkunculus. Hmm. That means little dragon in Latin. Kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Say it again. The dracunculus. <laughs> One more time. Dracunculus. <laughs> Do you want to read it, Sam? No, Do I you just wanted to hear yourself? you say it. <laughs> It's exactly how I'm saying it. Right there at the top. She's right. Dracunculus. <laughs> I promised Jacob would do a much worse job trying to say it. Oh, of course if you. only I could hear that. So the dragon worm, it is caught by drinking dirty water containing tiny water fleas that have been infected with the worm's larvae. Mm. It can grow up to a meter long Ugh. inside of the human body. It emerges eventually through the skin of the legs and or feet. Oof causing a burning pain as it does so, which is why it is called the dragon worm. Yeah. And the only way to be rid of it, the only way to kill it, is to pull it slowly, gradually, out of the skin. And in the places it occurs most often, typically this is done by wrapping it gradually around a stick until eventually you've reached the end of the worm. I think I saw that on a TV show once. I have a picture for you. (laughs) Wait, where where is this from? Like, That's are we nasty. safe here in Texas? I believe so. Like um, that? It's probably. called the Guinea worm. I assume it is in Guinea. Yeah, it's probably let's, let's just pretend that, that that's where it is so that I don't have to think about getting that. Okay. Here in. The picture I showed them, by the way, was of it protruding from somebody's foot. Let me see it one more time. Yeah, it's a big one. It kind of looks like flat spaghetti. Yeah, it's really flat. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of that little strip that you pull off of a gun wrapper. You know, the part that's really easy to like mm-hmm. yeah. open the wrapper. It's that little tab. It looks like that. Mm -hmm. A little bit. That's gross. Does it say how long they get? A meter. (gasps) A meter? Three feet long. A little over three feet, yeah. That's terrible. And with those kinds of things, like the reason why you have to do it slowly wrapped around like a stick or like a pen or something is because they usually, if you do it too fast, it can snap off and go in and you lose it. You break it and you lose it. Mm -hmm. So you have to do it really slowly so it doesn't snap. Mm Ooh. Nasty. Ah, yes. Yes. Exactly the effect I thought that would have. Ew. Ew. Next up, the Vandelia serosa, a.k.a. Like the vampire fish. Ooh. It's actually probably one of the worst on the list. You said fish. I thought it was worms. Yeah. This is very worm-looking. Like. Okay. It has been mistaken for a kind of tiny eel. Okay. But it is technically, scientifically, a fish. Hmm. Um... So the vampire fish, it is a tiny leech-like fish found in the Amazon. It usually swims into the gills of larger fish. It hooks itself in with barb-like spines and drinks their blood. But according to locals, it also swims and lodges itself into the orifices of humans. Orifices such as the anus and the male urethra. Oh, wow. (laughs) Male specifically. Um, it becomes bloated on the large amount of blood inside its human victims. Typically, it dies wherever it has latched, after which it can only be removed surgically. <gasps> so it doesn't just fall out or anything? No. That's nasty. It might Ooh. when it's the fish, but it said specifically when it latches onto a human 
subject yeah. or victim, I guess. Um, it dies from the like just over bloating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't fall off. It remains. You have to, you must surgically remove it. Does this go, like you said, usually with males? Like, does it happen with us females at all? Um, so it said when it does lodge itself into the urethra, it is because it swims up the urine stream. So if you're just chilling, like, yeah, spread eagle. In like a lake or yeah, something. It's probably like that hole's too big. I want a smaller hole. For us, for us females and our anatomy, there is, for lack of a more delicate term, a curtain <laughs> that may protect us from such um, assault. <laughs> assault. Um, for the males, though, there is some, no such. Some, some males have a curtain. I guess that's true. They that's do have true. a curtain, but uh, that's, that's nasty. True. And I have pictures here oh, of. No. The smallest subject I was able to find <laughs> and the largest, the largest of this leech-like parasitic fish. Okay. Um, and also an example of it yes. inside of fish's gills. <laughs> oh my gosh. That does not look like what I was thinking. It, they, they're more so colorful. It's not very imposing. Oh, in appearance. Yeah. Like I would think like, look at this cute little minnow or something. I I'd could totally like, oh. handle that in my urethra or whatever it's called. <laughs> would you, could you yeah. handle the surgery that would remove it? No, I wouldn't want to do that. After its barbs are inside your penis hole? <laughs> yeah. The yeah. barbs. And then you have to walk around with a dead one until you can get the surgery. Yeah, that's nasty. Yeah, that's, that's gross. pretty gross. Pretty gross, dad. Yeah, I thought what you meant, like the smallest specimen, the large. <laughs> you were thinking a small penis and a yes, large. And I was of like, course, you'd go there. Here I okay, have Jessica. the smallest kind of penis. It was. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think I want to see that. But she goes, yeah. No, I didn't. I was like, you're like Jessica. I don't, I don't want to see it. Jessica, there's no leeches in there. I know, but this is the smallest kind of penis. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I thought you were talking about. I was like, okay. <laughs> Oh, a silly goose. You turned around as the fish. I was like, <laughs> all right. Last on the list. This is arguably the most horrific. I okay. thought the penis hole one was a little more horrific. I will say, though, that this one has the potential to have the longest lasting um, side effects. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. The pork tapeworm. Oh, tapeworms. Okay. Yes. Those are nasty. I don't I don't know a lot about them, but I know they're bad. So I'm going to show you a picture first. Okay. Before I get into exactly what it is you are seeing. Okay. I'm just going to make sure it's scrolled at the bottom so that you cannot see my notes. Okay. Okay. Here are some MRI images. What am I looking at? Wait, are those each? Every <gasps> white dot. Oh my gosh. Is what is known as a cystic, a uh, larval cyst. So basically, oh my God. you'll hopefully see covered. the photo there, but it's, that body is riddled with them. Yeah. Riddled. In wow. the brain. Oh no. In the esophagus, every muscle in the so arm. So is that guy dead? That's or? terrible. That's oh terrible. Word. It is treatable. It's horrific to behold, but mm -mm. it is treatable. Mm -mm. What you are looking at is an 18-year-old boy who presented uh, with headaches, vomiting, recurrent seizures, and altered sensorium. So his vision, his you know sight, taste, touch, and smell were all oh, no. wonky, not right. not yeah. perceiving correctly. He had also extensive muscle hypertrophy. Uh, that means swollen muscles. Okay. Um, they diagnosed him with what was what is called disseminated cis. Cysticerosis. Nice, nice. Thank you. 
Uh, now, cysticirrhosis is a parasitic tissue infection caused by, like I said, larval cysts. These are the larvae of the tapeworm called Tinea solium, that is the pork tapeworm. Now, disseminated cysticirrhosis is a very rare form of cysticirrhosis in which the larval cysts spread throughout the entire body. There are fewer than 50 cases of disseminated cysticirrhosis reported throughout the whole world. Wow, only 50? Only less than 50. Less than 50. Is there a location in the world where they're more prevalent? Yes, sir. So it does, it can occur worldwide, but mostly this occurs in places with very poor unsanitary living conditions. So those can include North Korea and other impoverished areas in Asia, Africa, South America, those types of places. This specific tapeworm can get up to five meters long. <gasps> now that is huge and impossible to That's miss. Wait a minute. So if you're riddled with those things, what you were seeing in the MRI uh-huh. images that was were the, the eggs. So wait, if they open up in the body, they can each one of those can become no, no, no. Yes, yes, they how, can. How do you do? You die from that? I feel I'm like you not would. sure. Well, this I feel like you would. This specific person you're seeing in these images uh-huh. did not die from it. So they were just alive, but they couldn't move. They couldn't. They couldn't do anything because their they body were had... still in larval form. So the oh cysts were formed God. by the eggs themselves, and they. A lot of his symptoms were a result of um, like pressure on his nerves and mm. like the space, the physical space taken up inside there of his so muscles. Many. Right, because it is so extensive. So. After six months of treatment, every living thing that every, um, I don't know, foreign body, I guess you would call it, Mm -hmm. was killed. Okay. And his symptoms ended, including the seizures. Oh, So it took six months of treatment for that to happen. However, the cysts themselves are Uh so extensive and there are so many and it would do so much harm to his muscles to remove them surgically, every single one. They had to leave them in. So his muscles will perpetually his entire life feel the effect of the space oh, taken man. up of them being physically under his skin inside his so muscles. he can feel he will there. he will be always bumpy that's nasty that way but he can like live a normal life and walk yes. and talk and eat and all that yes i mean that's good i mean it still sucks but yeah mm-hmm. but lift left untreated you're gonna die i'm sure I mean, you have to because i mean if you're if you're that you know handicapped from just the larva. Right. And if those things can, what did you say? Five meters? Yeah. The, the worms themselves can get up to five meters long. I didn't see anything about how they actually exit the body. Right. Usually when this happens, the effects of all of, of this specific thing occurring, um, sister cirrhosis typically happens in your brain, not throughout oh, your body this okay. way. Okay. And because it's in your brain, the symptoms are noticed fairly quickly right. and they're able to right. handle them. Okay. Um, so I have not seen what happens when these eggs hatch or what that effect sort of is. Um, the eggs though are passed very, can be passed pretty easily in these very poor unsanitary living conditions because the worms grow to be incredibly long, but the eggs are microscopic, cannot be seen at all. Microscopic eggs? Microscopic. That's gnarly. That's nasty. That's gnarly. It's rough. So did you have a hard time researching all this? Yeah, I was incredibly itchy the whole time. <laughs> I was constantly scratching my arms and legs. Every it was just little so gross. tickle, a hair on your arm. You're like, it's a worm. Uh, yes. Yeah. And now this we're gonna th- we're gonna get some weird thing yeah, and no. be like, oh, it's a worm. It's you a worm. You got a tapeworm. Pop, you got a tapeworm. 
I'm right. going to text you at like 3 a.m. and just be like, thanks, Jessica. Just so you know, um, the <laughs> length of the pork tapeworm, yeah. you said was probably like 15 feet, was like five meters. So 15, five meters is going to be like 15, 16 feet. That was not the largest tapeworm. <gasps> oh my on, word. On record what? right now. Well, yeah. they're, they're so small, they can just whine and whine and whine. Because if you think about it, we, we learned in school, our intestines are extremely yeah. long. Yeah, like definitely. Very, very long. Going on top of each other. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. That's that was nasty. gross. I'm all done. That's N- the end of my notes. New fears unlocked. I didn't. <laughs> just makes you happy knew, you're in America. You I know? knew about right. tapeworms, but not to that extent. And I definitely didn't know about the other ones. Yeah, that's rough. So, thanks so much. That is rough. You guys are so welcome. Thank you. Yes. You know, I just thought that was a nice way to bring us in to this wormy yeah. episode. Jacob would have especially liked the ones that the foot you one, know, the, right? the ones that came out the foot specifically. Uh-huh. The dragon worm. When I was playing around with uh, research yesterday, <clears throat> while I was here waiting to take you all to sushi, yeah, I found a bunch on sushi. <gasps> oh yeah, I knew that and one. I, I was like, nope, I don't even want to see it. That's another reason why I don't I, I don't like the taste of sushi in general. I've tried a lot of different kinds. I just don't care for it. Um, but that's another reason. Like anytime I would think about it, I would come across some article. It's like another person yeah. riddled with, you know, something to consider. Worms. When I found this picture, it was on Reddit, and the title of the picture itself on the Reddit post was um patient uh infected with larval cysts as a result of eating raw pork. Yeah. I, and when I, I actually that. did research on it, it was not that simple. Oh, really? It was not that simple. So raw pork, yes, is sort of the catalyst. That is how you can actually get a tapeworm. Yeah, yeah. But it has nothing to do with having the like larvae in your muscles this way. Okay. The way that that happens is once again, to be delicate, um, people not people infected with a tapeworm not washing their hands, okay, and handling food raw or right. or um, the waste of someone who has a tapeworm being improperly used or ending up in a very unfortunate place. Um, that that specifically is how that makes sense. that happens to people. Yeah. I thought I remember seeing you know and this is I don't know if it's a myth or you know some you know TV magic, but I remember tons of times coming across videos online where it was like, this is, you know, rancid meat or low quality meat. That wasn't, you know, it was treated from a good, didn't come from a good animal. Like it was an unhealthy animal. And then it was basically like cut up pork. I've seen cooked pork, but then also like specifically uh, raw pork and they had it cut up like you would just prepare to eat, but they put it in a bowl and then poured like Coca-Cola in it or something. And then all these little like worm parasites came out of it. And I don't know if that was real. So Take it with a grain of salt. But I remember seeing that in like, I think it was the early 2000s. Right. You know, YouTube is, was just starting, you know, get really, really big on there. I remember seeing that and thinking like, I don't think I'm a pork person. And to this day, I don't really eat pork because all I can think of are those little worms that I saw, whatever it was. All that to say, because it said it was that, that specific like condition of the muscles being yeah. taken up by the eggs and stuff. Right. Um, they said that was a, a result of eating raw pork. And like I said, that was true, but there were so many steps in between it. Right. Someone commented underneath it. It was someone from Germany and they brought up that in Germany, there is um, a kind of food that is very popular with Germans mm-hmm. and it is raw pork, but it's kind of like a raw pork, like minced pork jelly. And they said, I, I've never been infected 
with mm. anything that way. And neither has anyone I've right. ever met in this country who's eaten right. that. And it's because of the meat being treated properly. Right. And then the same with sushi. I saw recently that sushi, when it's at least here in America, when it's before it's served, it's frozen because the right. harsh cold temperature kills off anything that could be harmful. Right. So if it's treated properly, it's okay. Right. But like Sam was saying, sometimes that's just not worth it to some people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not worth it to me. <laughs> yeah. I would try the, the minced pork jelly in Germany. I would not. I'll try. If I'm in another Should country, I'll own. try whatever they, I mean, I tried some horrible stuff in my time, but I've had some great stuff too. So I would love to hear sometime about some of the horrible things. Did you tell the story of the taco you ate in Korea? Oh no. Yeah. I haven't heard that one. I think it was on. Or if I, you may have said it, but I don't remember. You can retell it now for Sam's sake. So basically I was, we were, I was deployed to Okinawa with uh, the Marine Corps. Mm -hmm. And then we did a mountain warfare package in South Korea. And our camp where we're at, there was a guy just outside the camp and you'd go to him and give him a few bucks and mm -hmm. he'd give you these tacos. And and I would watch him cook up to meat and it was just whatever. Tacos a taco. Meat. Yeah. <laughs> or what I, I call them tacos, but he called it uh, yaki mandu is what he called okay. it. Okay. And he served it up in this like weird pita thing or whatever. I just called it a taco. But it, anyway. So I, it was like a taco or like a like a Greek gyro or something, something like that. Okay. It's okay. hard to say. It's neither one of those. But Did it look delicious? Oh, yeah. And it smelled okay. delicious. Okay. And so I ate it and it was was delicious, mm. but it would mess me up, mess up my oh, innards, yeah. right? But I was like, it's worth it, right? Worth the yeah. price of admission. So I had it on a three, four, five times. And there was one time where I was getting to know this guy and we're getting ready to leave. And I asked him, I said, Hey, he didn't speak any English. I didn't speak Korean. I was like, what is this? What is this? And he's looking at me and I go, you know, moo, like I do the cow and I do <laughs> other things. And he goes, no, no. And he's looking around and a dog crosses the street and he points to the dog and says whatever that is in Korean. I was like, and I was like, oh, you're fucking with me, right? I start laughing. I'm like, okay. And he's yeah. like, he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. So fast forward a year later or so, I'm joining a law enforcement agency and I'm in their academy. And I have a buddy named Kim who's from Korea. Mm -hmm. And so later on, I said, hey, what's Yaki Man do? And he said, well, here in America, it's it's any meat that's available to you. He said it could be cow. It could be mostly okay. cow, pork or chicken, something like that. Okay. He said, it's how you prep it. It's, it's okay. where you get the thing. I said, okay, cool. I said, well, if I was in Korea, South Korea, what would it be? He said, it could be any one of those meats. He goes, but more than likely, it's going to be dog because they're in abundance there. And I was like, holy shit. I you think I had dog. I think I had dog. Yeah. No. And they were good. They were so good that I know zombie apocalypse. You Rex is in trouble. <gasps> Rex. Your little pugs are in trouble. Oh, man. So I will come for you. There's a comedian, <laughs> Bobby Lee, who was talking about this very recently. And his, his video about it just went viral. Oh my God. Um, it might have been on, there's another podcast called the Whiskey Ginger Podcast. It's really funny. You should listen to it. But he talks about, because he's Korean. And so he talks about how dog meat is incredibly delicious. Oh, yeah. I've it's heard, like this I've heard very that. tender, high quality yeah. meat. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, and I wasn't, I'm not positive about this, but I thought in South Korea, it's such a popular meat there that they have like, like a dog meat fair 
Right. Right. No, I've heard of that. To like state yeah. fairs we have here with pork yeah. and beef. Well, and I think also it's the relationship to, you know, when you're in a different country, like the culture is so completely different. Right. So the relationship right. you have with certain animals, there are certain animals here that we just think like we would never do that. And then there's other people. It's, it's like, you know, people love snakes, but if you're out in the wild and you're starving and you come across a snake, it's like lunch. Right. Dogs for us in, you know, America or, you know, wherever else, ever else that, you know, they value that relationship between us and dogs. Right. That's going to be something that would right. be very upsetting <laughs> for us. But, you know. Like it's super common here to eat yeah. cow, but there yeah. are places, people yeah, in that India, like where right. that is yeah. unheard of. So that does not understandable. Happen. So, but as an American, like that makes me sad. It makes me so sad. And I definitely couldn't go. Your mom has a funny story where she talks about her and her, her sister and her brothers were told uh, they got a pet goat. They named it barbecue. This <gasps> is so mean. <laughs> and so they watched this goat grow up. They would play with it and barbecue, 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 yeah. barbecue. And then one day, I don't know what the event was, but they're having food and he yeah. goes, Hey, we're having, their uncles are like, Hey, we're having barbecue. And they're like, Oh, barbecue. what is it? They go, it's barbecue. And they're like, barbecue. We're, and they're like, why? And they're eating their goat that they raised as a pet. Yeah. And, uh, and their family thought it would be super funny <laughs> to have them get very attached to this baby goat. And then once oh, it grew no. up, serve it to them without explaining them. And they already happening. had like some bites of it and enjoyed it. Oh, this is so good. And right. I mean, I know people who they have farms and they will raise like pigs and they'll say, hey, kids, you know, their kids want to name the pig. It's like, hey, like we are raising them to eventually you like bacon, right? Eventually we're, we're raising these bacon. For, so raising these for me. if you give it a name. You will form an attachment. So let's, if you're going to name it, you need to name it something that reminds you of food so that you remember. Oh, really? You know? And some people will do that. And it's like, they still care for it. They still love on it. But then when the time comes, it's still, it's still kind of hard, but it's like, okay, like they named it, you know, bacon, bacon or something <laughs> pork like, beans yeah, pork or belly yeah. or something like that. And then apologies to our vegetarian audience. <laughs> do we have any of those? I don't know. Maybe. Hey, why is it blinking? Oh, um, I, I don't know. The camera okay. does that sometimes. Oh. Gotcha. It's just saying hi. It's yeah. reminding us that yeah. it's there. Yeah. But yeah, on the break, I'll tell you yeah. when I had an Iceland, which was horrible. It was oh, horrible. Oh, that I would like to hear that. That's a good story. But let's go on break. Bathroom break, snack break. Cool. Everybody good? Break. Yeah, yeah. We'll see yes. you guys in a second. So I learned a new term. It's a modern term. Oh, what is it? It's the term is frogger used in a sentence. I discovered a frogger in my house. Okay. And it's, it's a term for a squatter. Okay. Oh, okay. someone living there while you're living. There. Lives okay. in your house in okay. secret and they make a, like, it's a point in their lives that they jump from house to house sleeping somewhere in your house where you can't find them <gasps> and coming out at night to eat your food. Oh, I've heard of those Creepy like living fuck. in their attic or in like a hidden basement room that they didn't know was there or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. That's terrifying. Yeah. It grosses Terry out. There's a video online uh, on YouTube. I'm pretty sure you can find, and it's of someone, it's a woman who's living in the like attic space yeah. of this guy's small apartments, like a single, it's like a one bedroom apartment, really small. And she sneaks out and she's obviously unbathed. Like where, how was she supposed to shower, you know? So she steps out of his attic. The door to it is right above his dining room table. 
She steps out onto the table and she's so quiet. She pees in his sink on his dishes and stuff. And he had said, like, he puts, like, a note in the video that, like, he noticed his dishes were, like, smelling really funky and he didn't know why. And then, yeah, she goes over to his fridge and she starts snacking. She sits down on his couch and starts watching TV at a low volume. Bold. Very bold. And then it just so happened his apartment was so small, there was only one bathroom and it wasn't attached to his room. Which is, like, I guess, like. My thought at first was like, why didn't she just use that bathroom to piss? Why on his dishes? And I think it was to avoid flushing. Right. She's not going to flush the toilet. Yeah. That makes sense. Right. But but if she knows. In the the bathroom. Or in the bathtub. Or or wait till he leaves for work or whatever and then then go and take a bath and. Well, she probably does do that too. Right. But she comes out at night as well. She was the. I mean, it's not going to be nice to be cramped up Mm -hmm. in an attic space. Yeah, she was the one that blew up the internet with yeah. that stuff where he kept saying things were out of place, something was wrong. And so he set yeah. up a camera and that's how he caught her. And in the video, this specific video, I don't know, maybe we'll find it some other time. Mm-hmm. I'll show you. But in this video, she's there watching TV. She turns off the TV at one point. She's just kind of moseying around. She's in his living room and you see her kind of jump and go and run and hide. And he walks out to use the restroom. He had no idea she was there. She was a pro. Yeah. yeah. She was a pro. What do you call it? Frogger? A frogger. She was a pro frogger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I had read like an article about it and a guy was saying that he kept noticing like wrappers of granola bars and stuff like on his counter and he eats those, but he doesn't leave the wrappers out on the counter. So he kept seeing like, like crumbs from a sandwich out on the counter or those wrappers. Right. You know, or like an empty soda can. And he's like, I don't remember drinking that, but I must have. Cause like who else? And mm-hmm. I think they ended up putting a camera up and, and noticed the same thing. There's a thing too. I don't know. It's called frogging or frogger or whatever, but where people <laughs> will go to public structures and find little holes and nooks and crannies and crevices and whatever, and try to find a place to. What do you mean public structures? So f- the one that I saw, there's two, I, I had two, two stories I know for a fact. So one was, uh, it was a, it was a mall Yeah. and okay. they're building the mall. And a guy who likes doing that started watching you know, he would walk around yeah. the mall all the time and look at all the different things and finally sees a thing where he's like, man, I, they don't, they don't know about this or whatever. And it kind of led into this weird area. He had to bring a ladder to clamp on the thing and oh. he gets into a room where there's buckets of stuff where they left it there, yeah. but it's all enclosed in. Oh. And the only way to that room is the way he went. Whoa. So he was there with his, you know, him and a bunch of buddies had TVs and all stuff in there for like, it was like oh a good month gosh. or so. And then they finally got found. A security guy saw him walking in there and followed him in and then said, hey, you need to get out or whatever. Oh, but wow. so there's this thing Whoa. where people do that. They try to see, you know, try to get into public areas or whatever. Yeah. There was a guy who he robbed. He, uh, he decided to, he had no home and he decided to go to like a, Lowe's or a Home Depot, not not one of those. It was it was some sort of big store. Okay. <clears throat> and he basically hid until the store closed down, and then yeah. tried to find and basically found an area where he could go behind some uh, big, you know, the big warehouse type stuff, boxes stuff, and could mm-hmm. get in the back, and yeah. then basically make a hole in this one area and get back to an area in the walls right. that was a huge area that was just a open space that's not used. 
there's no access right. He right. had the only, so he would break into the place and that would be his home. He stayed there for like months, oh robbed God. a Taco Bell or a, or a thing across the street. And a, he robbed like a bunch of places in that area Just and, went and, hid. and then would go into his little wow. place right there. And that was for a while. And then he went on the run. They caught him. They didn't even find that structure until he caught them or he was caught. And then somehow he dimed himself out. Yeah. I Cameras didn't catch him. No, I don't, I don't what? know how he did it. I don't know how he, but there's, and if you follow that line, yeah. there's people that do that. Right. Like finding places to They'll study uh, where the cameras are. So they know where to is. go. I think it was like a challenge where you try to stay overnight in a department store. Right. And so some people would hide in the bathroom, like up on the toilet seat. So people are like cleaning and stuff and they would right. just move from stall to stall and then eventually <sighs> just run around, have a great time, hide again, and then like walk out once it's open. But the one that I saw that was pretty impressive was um, this, I think it was two guys, one or two guys who, you know how like at Costco or the, the other like bigger grocery stores, they have really big pallets of paper towels and like toilet paper. Mm -hmm. They basically, those are, you know, packed in maybe three wide, you know, and three tall. So they basically moved a couple of those packages out of the way and created like an empty space <laughs> right in between. And then they just like put in a sleeping bag and some snacks and they had their phone and they basically hid in there and like put the paper towels back and it's, it's one or two in there. So if someone grabs some, they're just going to see more paper towels or more toilet paper. Right. So they basically stayed there all night and he's filming him in there and people walking by and grabbing paper towels and him just kind of filling it back in again. And he stayed all night. And then in the morning, he really quickly, once people are walking and stuff like rolled up his stuff and then just kind of like crawled out, put stuff back and just walked out. Wow. <laughs> She's a single pregnant mm -hmm. lady okay. who doesn't have a job, can't find a good job. She's, you know, super pregnant, concerned about raising her child and, you know, her financial situation and whatever. Yep, where the heart is. She ends up living in a Walmart superstore. Yeah. In one of their like display sheds. Huh. No one ever goes inside no, those. No, she she lives in like she basically gets an alarm clock and a sleeping bag. And like cushions and camps out in the camping section. Is, are you sure? Oh, I've seen this. Like in one of, of the tents or something? Like not in a tent. She just kind of sleeps over on the, you know, like the fake grass where the camping section right. is. She basically sets up stuff there. <laughs> and then her alarm goes off. She puts it off and she puts everything back where it was on the shelf, goes into the bathroom, brushes her teeth and does all that stuff. And then she basically just hides in the bathroom until time People like, start things coming open. And then she just walks it out. It just... It's one of those, like when you watch it, they really play it up, like play up the drama. Oh, you yeah. know, it's this really like, it's like a lifetime movie. There's so much drama in it. <laughs> so but the I love that movie, is but... so funny. <laughs> so 
sounds like something someone made up. Like, yeah, remember that movie where Natalie Portman is pregnant. She lives in a Walmart superstore. She's afraid of the number five. It's bad luck. Like all of the horrible things that have happened to her happened with the number five. Okay. Yeah. She's having her baby and she finds herself in like aisle number five and she's like, gives birth to her baby in, on aisle five. No, in the she, Walmart she, superstore. she's like crawling away while she's like in labor to get out of aisle five. <laughs> they have a lot of weird names in that movie too. Yeah. Like the guy she likes, his name is Forney with an huh. F. Huh. And she names her daughter Americus. I told you, I've seen this movie. It sounds a like lot. a fake movie. It does not it sound really like a does. real movie. Is it a romantic comedy or what is it? No. Romantic it, drama? It's drama. It's they, drama. It's not supposed, it's to, not be supposed funny. to be funny. Huh. But it is just because. And of, it's Natalie Portman. She's an amazing actress. She could probably look like she's for real crying oh, yeah. about like getting the wrong order oh, yeah. at. Denny's or something. Right. You like do she, feel sad. Uh, like you watch it and it's pretty sad. Her boyfriend's like an absolute jerk. And so you're rooting for her and she just has all these terrible things happen to her. Other than <laughs> Natalie Portman's acting, it's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Worm, right? Yeah. Silkworms. Tape worms. Sense. We just talked about those. Uh, earthworms. Earthworms. Worms in your stool. Ugh. Ooh. Muscles. In, worms in your muscles and stuff like mm. that. Just worms in your body. Nasty. Yeah. There's also a play on words. What? You can worm your way into someone's heart. I was Dad just going to say that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know who wormed their way into my heart with all of their good products and, and quality um, customer service? Who? Ooh, our sponsors. That's right. Tilted Tinker, Woodcraft, and Wizardry. We'd like to thank Tilted Tinker, Woodcraft, and Wizardry. They are a company that makes woodcraft products. Like plaques with all sorts of hilarious sayings and coasters with sarcastic twists. All of that dry humor is mixed in with Dungeons & Dragons accessories like dice towers, dice dungeons, and DM screens. Everything is made here in the USA. Yes, a family-owned business. They use American wood in American hands. Nice. <laughs> they personally create all of their merchandise. Yes, they are close friends of ours, but that's the most that we'll say. It could be anyone, but they're fantastic. They are. They are fantastic, and it really could be anyone at all. We own many of their products. That's true. All of them are of great quality. The greatest. You can visit their website at TiltedTinker.com. Reach out to them at info at TiltedTinker.com. They are Tilted Tinker on all their social medias. That's Tilted, T-I-N-K-E-R. You should go and buy something from their website because they're awesome. And they love us, just like we love you. So here I was in Iceland and I wanted to become part of the culture and try things and do things, whatever. And so it takes us into this... Uh, restaurant, so to speak. And they say this is a delicacy. They've been eating this for years. An Icelandic delicacy. An Icelandic delicacy. Mm. So they served it to it was called? I don't. It was some Icelandic, you know, thing. Yeah. Some Viking sounding thing. (laughs) I don't know. Okay. So anyway, they didn't tell us what it was. They said what it was in Icelandic, knowing Mm. none of us spoke Mm. Icelandic. And uh, they brought out to us and they served it and it looked disgusting. It was like in this little square thing. Looked disgusting. It smelled disgusting and it tasted worse than what it looked and smelled like. It was, it was horrible. Right. So I'm trying to eat it. I ate like two or three bites and they're kind of looking at us and none of us really liked it. 
And then they said what it was. And they said it's a shark steak. They catch a shark off the coast of Iceland. Okay. They chop it up into steaks. Yeah. They wrap it in manure. They cover it in cow manure, fresh manure. No. Then they bury it three feet in the icy tundra, three, exactly three feet, and then bury it up with the ice and leave it for one year. A year? And at the uh, end of the year, year, they harvest it, clean off okay. all the stuff, cut it up into those little things, and serve it. Just, just like, like that. that. So they say that the manure cooks the meat because of the heat. You know, the, you, you didn't know that. No, I do. I'm just, yeah, my that, face looks like this because it sounds gross. Yeah, yeah. So that heat <laughs> and the whatever cooks the steak, and then it keeps it in ice for that long. So it's fresh or whatever. Yeah. And then they talk cut off the manure and serve top it, it up to you. And serve it to us. Yeah. And so I talked to my son who's an ice and I talked about that. He goes, yeah. Oh dad. He goes, no, no, that's disgusting. The older generation, your generation, the generation beyond you is the ones who like that. We hate it. And I was like, okay, good to go. That's good. That's <laughs> yeah. good. So you felt validated. I absolutely. Ew. That's good. But yeah, so I tried a little bit of everything anywhere. Ryan, did you hear about the time that I had rabbit at Ricky's house? Oh, yeah. No. So Rabbit's good. So once upon a time when TJ and I were first dating, um, I would drive over to his house and we would hang out until like, you know, late. You know, I'm talking like 1 or 2 a.m. And this is in Santa Clarita, California. Yes, this is right. in California. And they and Ricky and Kendall, TJ used to live at his brother's house, Ricky, who you all know. And he lived... Uh, with them for a while and they lived in this really nice suburban neighborhood. And so I had my own key to the house and I would just, you know, let myself out and drive home. Well, in, in the wee hours of the morning, you know, two, 3 a.m. or whatever, there was this little rabbit that would come out. He started coming out and he got kind of used to my presence, like in the middle of the night, you know, and TJ and I have this habit of, we see a cute animal, we just name it. Whatever comes to mind is what it is named. Right. So Suddenly, I, I don't know if I had maybe thought of the book or something, but I just thought Herman Melville. Okay. Uh, that was the name. Herman, <laughs> Herman Melville. And so I would see him every night and TJ would see him and we'd see him in the morning sometimes, but it, that was usually it. Fast forward to like a year later, right? And Ricky is getting into hunting. Right. Guns, you know, and um, he starts taking down rabbits around like... Our church property in the in the area was like kind of had a bunch of them that were destroying plants and stuff like that. And so he took a couple down. Well, this one day I come over and he's like, hey, he has this plate. And he's like, hey, like taste this. And I was like, what is it? And he's like, just taste it. I just made it. It's fresh. Just just taste it. So I taste a little piece, right? And he's like, take a bigger piece. I'm like, okay. So I taste it. He's like, what do you think? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's I guess it's pretty good. Like it's, it's kind of dry. kind of reminds me of Turkey. Like, is it Turkey? What is it? And he's like, it's rabbit. And I was like, rabbit. Cool. Like I've always wanted to try rabbit. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I got it out from the, from our front yard. And I was like, what? It's Herman. And he's like, yeah, yeah. There's this one that's been like around. And I was like, Herman Melville. And he was like, <laughs> what? And I'm like the rabbit that I've seen for the last year in the lawn. And he was like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And I was like, you just fed me Herman. And he was like, <laughs> what are we doing? We're about to sample. Dad hasn't sampled. Oh, it smells amazing. The 99 bananas. So I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah. We, uh, we had an experience. We, uh, Jacob bought a bottle of 99 bananas and it was 
it was like Frodo and Sam returning the ring to Mordor <laughs> to finish that bottle and get rid of it. I and liked it. Dad saw 99 bananas <laughs> and didn't recognize it or remember that we'd tried it before. And just I wanted, thought it was unique. Just wanted to cool. be courteous and, you know, <laughs> bring us a, a special gift. And, and I so, like to support the podcast. Right. Yeah. And here we have a brand new, really full bottle of 99 bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob's going to love so good. Uh, it smells okay. It smells like banana Laffy Taffy. But I promise it's torture. <laughs> and we're going to take a little sample shot of it, a half shot of the 99 bananas. And then Sam really wants to try the salted caramel crown royal that Flash brought. Yes. And I'm going to do a half shot of that with her. Dad already tried it and hated it a lot. Yeah. Sam, I see you have your phone ready. Are you going to get Dad's reaction to yes, 99 I bananas? I absolutely am. Okay. All right, here we go. Here we go. Two 99 bananas. My son will love me for this. Oh, God damn. <laughs> oh, oh, God. <laughs> I would rather. <laughs> That's horrible. I'm sorry, son. I I don't know where you. I'm sorry. Sam and I are going to take yes. these sample shots of the salted caramel crown royal. Cheers. Cheers. I like that. I mean, it burns, but I like it. That's good flash. No, it's not. All right, the break is over. We're all uh, thoroughly broken from taking those shots. Ugh, disgusting. Although Sam seemed to have a really good time with that salted caramel. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Sex the sweetness. Uh, Dad, would you like to spin the wheel? Uh, yeah, Ooh. absolutely. Good job. Very nice. Strong. I was a strong spinner. Okay. It says here in a, okay, you've landed on. In a real life tremors scenario. Ooh. Where do you shelter and how do you defend yourself? I assume Wait a minute. with a weapon. Are you talking about tremors like those big giant worms from the movie Tremors? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. What was the question again? All right. In a real life tremors scenario, mm -hmm. where do you shelter and how do you defend yourself? It's not so much sheltering underneath something so much as I feel like getting on top of something. Well, I know. I remember the movie. They yeah. had to go on rocks. Yeah, they had to go on But they're on in rocks. the desert. So we're in the middle of time. We don't have a lot of Yeah, rocks. where are we going to go? Treehouse, right? A tree, mm -hmm. up in a tree, probably. Or we, on a... You could dig that out. Or on a roots. lake. On a lake. Are they not like water? Because Trevor's in the I, desert. Yeah, they have no... I don't think they go on the water. So maybe on a boat in a lake, but... Treehouse is my answer. That's where I'd shelter. Mm. And like what kind of Like a big, weapon? elaborate treehouse with like bridges in between... The different, you know, tree houses. And then how I would defend myself, I would say it would be crossbow for me. And I would um, find a way to make my crossbow bolts barbed in mm. in the Amazonian parasitic fish kind of way where they're okay. backwards so that it could create some kind of like bleeding wound in the tremors worm and it would die eventually after Bleed so many out. shots. Yeah. No, I don't know if Crossbow's gonna do it. I'm gonna it would at a, least hurt really bad. I'll have a shotgun with slugs nice. and a AR, but with with hot rounds. But I mean, I don't think the AR is gonna do anything to yeah. it. Yeah, hot rounds aren't it. all the rounds hot uh, well, as I mean, they get shot out of a they're barrel. They're like 
armor piercing and green tips and all those different ones. If green the, tips? If they were legal. I don't know if I could find some that were. Possibly. And then I would I would be taking that shotgun, that AR, trying to find a grenade launcher. Ooh, that, that would be good. Nice. Yeah, that would be good. Now, where would I shelter? I, I mean, you know my house. I'm dead in my house. They're going to rip it apart. Right. But, uh, but I think you can get on top of your vehicle too, right? They don't attack your vehicle or something like that? They definitely attack vehicles. Yeah, they do. They go in like houses and stuff like oh, that. The floorboards. Yeah. We're fucked in East Texas. There's no rocks. <laughs> There's no boulders. Really. Yeah. We are, we are hammered Basically, here. we have to cross our fingers and hope that by that time, Ricky and Kendall have finished their rammed earth home. Yeah. Sam, did we get your answers? No. So the first thing I was thinking of was, so they're blind, right? They have a good yeah. sense of smell. It's the, it's they, movement. And vibration. That they yeah, yeah. Smell and like vibration, right? So the first thing I thought of was that I would want to have like, maybe like a bottle of alcohol on me at all time that I could like douse my scent so that they don't smell like, yes, human flesh or whatever, like animal or whatever. They don't smell the um, organic lotion. Yes. Yeah, uh, my essential oils, my jasmine, the tea uh, infused lotion that I put on. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. okay. Gotcha. I would replace that with, yeah, like some alcohol that I would like pour on me, on my person. So you're going to be really ashy. It. Yeah. You're going to be ashy. You're going to be non lotioned ashy you're, with no scent. No, I have pretty nice skin. So <laughs> it just, I would, I would replace, probably replace it with unscented. Okay. Maybe pour some of the alcohol in my unscented lotion. Okay. So it's like alcohol. Scented lotion. Okay. Um, and then I would keep like a little bag, pocket rocks, a little like bag of rocks on me. Sure. So that in the event that one was close by, I could like toss a rock over in a different direction and like make noise far away from me so that they would go in that direction. So I at least ah. had the opportunity to run away. Right. So dad and I were thinking of ways to injure. Yeah. Permanently injure. Yeah. You're thinking of ways Survival. to distract. Yeah, distract Strike and, and get like away. survive. And then I would probably use my, we do have like bows and arrows at home and I have sting Frodo sword and it's very sharp. I would probably have that on my person. So in the event that it tried to attack me and it's like going after my foot or something like that, You're I could use hack it. and slash. I could stab it. Okay. And I think, I think I'm with you as far as probably the best decision for shelter would be the property because we would have... Yeah, all sorts of lots of trees, rammed house. Earth rammed house. Like that would be good boxes. up on and like there's we could survive there. I mean, we got a bulldozer. A, yeah. I know the bulldozer they can't get on top yeah. of that. Uh, yeah, we could probably make some stuff. traps. Yeah, lure them in. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like we're prepared. I think we'll be okay. Yeah, we're set. Yeah, I think we're gonna not be Jacob fine. though. He's probably gonna die. Well, okay, that's wheel two. Cool. Very good. We're all done. Uh, we move on now to dad. Minor short and sweet. Um, so Worm, when he first said it, uh, your father, when he was quite young, between the ages of 12 and 15, I was in a uh, dance crew <gasps> and it was a break dancing crew. We were what? called the Funky Fresh Crew, the FF Crew. Yes. We'd carry linoleum around and wow. the beatbox and stuff like that. And Amazing. Pop lock and all the stuff. And and my specialty, we all did, you know, the moves and the you would stuff pop like it, that. Pop it, lock I it, drop it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it was called pop locking then, but it was something to that effect. But anyway, my specialty was the worm. Oh. I could worm forwards and I could worm backwards. <gasps> wow. And I could windmill. So sometimes I would worm. Into a the spin? windmill. Yeah, it's like where you're you're what? doing this and your legs are... Like yeah. a helicopter. That's amazing. That was my specialty, so... That's cool. 
And then I'm going to talk about the Mongolian death worm. So it is what? it is akin to... Uh, is this a real worm? Yeah. Okay. So it's, so it's akin to uh, Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster, ah. except... Except so definitely real. Every, everyone in Mongolia on the on the Gobi Desert in okay. Mongolia, so I think it's the southwest side or whatever. It gets rain uh, two months earlier, like June and July. It gets a lot of rain, mm-hmm. and then it's desert the rest of the time. And it can be cold there as well in the winter time. <clears throat> All those people swear by it. They will describe it. They said it. They've watched it take down cattle. It's taken down humans. So it's like the chupacabra. Like a chupacabra. Wow. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. It was so substantiated and so validated in many people's eyes that they actually did scientific studies to find this worm. Because this worm was not only supposed to be, it was buried itself in the desert. Kind of like these big giant worms we just talked about from Tremor. uh, Tremors, but smaller. So the smallest they said they've ever seen was roughly 20 inches long. Okay. This the is local people who insist local people that it's that insist real. Okay. And okay. the largest it'd be would be five feet long. <sighs> it is about, they said about, uh, I guess it would be bigger than like maybe three baseball bats in diameter if you put them together. That's solid. And some people say there's a clear head and tail, even though it's not yeah. exactly clear, but you can see like teeth and whatever. But most people say you can't tell where the head or tail is. They said it can spit venom. But it's also electric. So if you brush up against it, you can like get Like an eel? Like you get like eel. shocked? Yeah. Whoa. There was a gentleman, Henry Clay, some or another, who wrote a book in the 1920s and talked about this, this creature that was in the Mongolian steppe that uh, these people talked about. And so from there, other people were like, okay, why did he talk about it? So over the course of years, all the way up to the most recent one was 2000 and... I think it was 12 or 13. So there's been five or six times people have actively tried to find this thing. And they've they've flooded parts of the desert to try to get it to come right. up, you know, because it does come up when it's a lot of water. Um, done that, they've done areas where they've dug, they've blown up parts of the desert to see if they could see, find a carcass or something of it. They've flown over many times, took in pictures or whatever, because the people from that Mongolian steppe say, you will see when you see the ripples in the sand, and that's it moving. It might not come up, but that's it moving. But they said it hibernates for 10 months out of the year, which is another kind of a weird thing. And it only comes out June and July, which is the wettest season in that part of the oh. desert because it comes up for the water or whatever. Um, so one story that I read with it that came off the one story that a, a dear friend sent to me. Um, I went on the YouTube thing and I kind of followed some other ones. And there was a, a man who says he's seen it three different times. And he watched it take down one of his horses one time. So he knows to stay away from it. He said he saw it spit the acid in the horse's eyes and the horse freaked out. And then it came and hit the horse in the leg, uh, biting it or whatever. And then it shocked the horse to death. And then he took off. So he's saying they don't think they consume humans or horse or whatever. But it's just like if you catch them in a situation where they're afraid... They're going to attack, react, right, and and run off or whatever. So they're not they're not hunting for you. So it didn't you. like take the horse with it. No, 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 no. It just did it and then like disappeared. But they call it the death worm oh. because it has uh, acid that this this poisonous thing that can blind you and also make you sick or whatever. But also it can electrocute you to death supposedly, and that's why they call it that. It sounds uh, like a D and D creature. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. 
hundred percent. In fact, we will create it and we will make it. Yeah, oh, we'll, call, no. we'll call it the something. I don't know. The warm death worm or something. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so that's, that's in a nutshell. The thing is they, they've studied, studied, studied that. And there's been, first it was cryptozoologists trying to find it, which are, you know, suspect, mm-hmm. but then actual scientists, two of them, uh, one, a biologist and something. And then another one was a zoologist of zoologist, some sort. Yeah. yeah. They went heavy with a huge backing because of there are so many. So you'll find Bigfoot sightings and Loch Ness Monster mm-hmm. sightings. But bec- so take however many numbers of those we have and times that by 10,000. That's Whoa. the sightings that these Mongolian people lot. that live in Mongolia yeah. have seen it. And they all describe it. Almost the exact same way. There's wow. subtle differences between some of them, but I mean, they're so subtle that it's definitely talking about the same one. So it's fairly consistent. Throughout. Yeah. So it's so they, they're still zoologists that absolutely believe it. And they're still trying to find this uh, worm to prove it because they, they said that they can see it could have be an electric hill. There's yeah. a, there's a thing that's active there. It's called a sand boa. Uh-huh. And that looks most like what people are describing. Mm-hmm. And so they're saying maybe they're getting it confused and whatever. But the sand boa is not harmful to us or a oh, horse. It's not going to attack us, not going to attack a horse. And I bet the local people are like, no, that's not it. Like, oh, Right. They would say, no, know. it's the sand boa. It's, this is a different thing right. or whatever. So they are adamant that it exists Ooh. and they all describe the same way. And you're talking hundreds of thousands of people that have said they've seen it. Or if they haven't seen it, they know someone directly. Like my daughter saw it and told me this. Right. Whoa. Well, so it's, it's kind of like sailors for a long time saying that giant squid were a thing. Yeah. Right. We and did. we all laughed we at them. They're like, I'm a right. monster really with all these arms. Right. Right. And then there it was. Or the rogue wave where they were saying this yes. wave came from nowhere. And they're like, no, you were drunk. You hit a shoal. You hit a coral reef that yeah. you did. You forgot was there. You right. didn't watch yeah. them. And they clowned them. And now we know there's rogue waves out there. Well, thanks, Dad. Absolutely. Yeah, that was great. Sample sweet. Yeah, I liked it. Well, Sam, it's your turn. Yeah. My turn. Okay, so funny story. Um, so when Jessica invited me to be on the podcast, there was a, a couple little of mis- a there, little miscommunication. There was a miscommunication. She I remember her saying the word worm, but I, I thought she was describing the word for next week. Um apparently it was this week, but I heard her say it's gonna be gross. So I took that as oh, it's gonna be gross, meaning the word this week is gonna be gross. She gave me such a confident look and she like, she looked oh, yeah. at me and like oh, her yeah. brows furred and she was like, I got it. Got it. Yeah, no, for sure. Because you I, trusted it. Fully, yeah. yeah. Cause she said, yeah. And you, you probably said it the correct way, but I just, I heard worm, but then I heard it's going to be gross. The word, you know, and so Meaning I just, the topic, the is, topic gross. is going to be the word gross. So I did, you know, I mean, you guys know. I, I print everything out. Everything's got like, it's, it's like a cover letter. Everything is printed out nicely. I spent all this time only to get here tonight. And as we're on the live, Jessica says, Real the life. topic is worm. <laughs> and she puts a camera on me and I'm like, what? Completely taken by surprise. What? That's the topic. <laughs> you should have heard her explanation for me earlier. She goes, yeah, Sam's going to talk about, and she tells me what she's going to talk about. <laughs> You're like, and I go, how did she get that? She goes, well, she did word association. I, I pop. She, she was defending you. Said like, she's like, she got from worm to gross and gross to this. And, and I'm like, that's how? bullshit. No, I don't do it. TJ does a lot of word association. Yeah. Sometimes it can Sometimes be fun. Quirky. Yeah. No, I, I usually take things pretty literally. Yeah. 
but no, I, but if you go from worm to the space shuttle yeah. blowing up, I'm like, okay, oh, yeah. how the fuck did we so do that? So I, <laughs> I had spent a lot of, I didn't have very much time this week in the last few days between work and everything, but I did spend what free time I did have researching and printing everything out only to realize it's wrong. So I did look up some other worm things, but Jessica and Ryan decided that they wanted to hear some of my, what I had spent so much time researching. Yeah, you put the effort in, let's hear it. So I actually brought two different things. Um, the one that I think kind of ties along just because what you talked to Jessica. Um, this one is just titled, um, ew, gross. Um, cause when I thought Wonder gross, title. yeah, thank you. Um, when I thought gross, I thought of things from the past cause I thought gross. Okay. I, I, what am I going to research here? I thought of yeah. gross things from the past. So the past are, is riddled with you, gross yes. things. And, yes. and you know what? Actually, this actually fits. This is you warming your way out hey. of the subject. <laughs> Very oh, well nice. done. Perfect. Thank <laughs> you. Very good. Thank you. All right, let's Thank hear you. it. All right. So these are just some gross things from the past. So this first one, violent audiences. So you guys have heard of, you know, throwing tomatoes at, you know, like a pl- when a play is bad that they would Cabbages. Throw, yeah, like vegetables and stuff right. like that. Um, usually like rotten. Yes. You know? Well, apparently that was a very like sanitized version of what actually happened what in the day i guess before just they would throw tomatoes and cabbages and stuff like that but they also threw steel rivets pig bones and even the corpses of like cats and dogs oh my god like wow this was your play you suck and they would just throw your their yeah pig bones and and like a corpse of a cat maybe that they found or something I mean, can you imagine that? You just acted your heart out. And they hated that. And not only did they hate it, but they decided to show you their hate by throwing a dead cat at you. I could see throwing a dead cat at Nicolas Cage. (laughs) (laughs) You suck. That's sad. You know, there's some movies he's acted in that he's really good. You hate however you want. I know for a fact you each have an actor or actress you would throw a dead cat at. None. They're that bad. I don't think a dead cat. No, I don't think I'd ever throw a dead cat at anybody. If I think of one, I'll, I'll immediately interrupt whatever we're doing and say, okay. Okay. Well, we can move on. Okay. Um, the next one is, um, Roman toilets. Um, that's not what your notes say right there. Well, I'm going to get there. Stop reading my notes. Oh, fine. Jeez. You see that? She was looking right over my shoulder. You were basically showing it. Her defense. Don't read it. In her it's, defense, she blocks her notes when she's showing you stuff. So she was hoping you. I was, which she it. doesn't have to do because I am not someone who goes. It's not my fault <laughs> that you read her notes. Your strategy was lacking in my mind. I literally <laughs> told you guys, no, no, don't tell me that story. I want to hear it later on the podcast. Roman toilets, also known as, if you would have heard that part if you just waited patiently, fire toilets. Oof. Gosh, Jessica. That sounds horrible. Right? So the reason why I was called that was because um, back in the day, obviously, you know, plumbing, it wasn't around yet. You know, they were getting there. But before that, um, you know, they kind of had like pots and jars. Yes. And uh, apparently they wouldn't empty them right away like they did eventually in time. They kind of just left them in the room and people would just go to the restroom. Mm -hmm. And I guess the sort of like methane that would build up. Build up. Oh, shit. Literally. They would, yeah, and those would occasionally, like, if they decided to, like, put a lid on it and put it in the corner, like, oh, yeah, we'll, you know, have someone pick these up later. Um, they would 
occasionally just erupt in open flames. Just like because of the torch in the yep, room or the I guess. fireplace. Yeah, so what was all the fart gas inside? Yeah, someone oh came in the middle gosh. of the night with like a torch, you know, after. Can you, you imagine so, it explodes you know. and you're just covered in it? Yeah, that would be terrible. Yeah. Wow. So um, they were also really, they hadn't figured out how to keep rats away. So once they did get like early plumbing installed uh-huh. and by early plumbing, I mean sort of like wooden seats with holes and they sort of made a... Um, a ramp? Yeah, kind of. Um, or like a cistern of some tor- sort. Yeah. Um, I guess rats would crawl up there. Like it would get so high that rats would, rats would swim through there and then they would try and get out which is through the hole. So I guess getting attacked in your nether regions was oh, something, something that you could expect. Right. So in oh. order to protect themselves from rats and like spontaneous combustion of these pots before, they would have like um, incantations, like prayers that they would speak and also images of the goddess Fortuna um, to like protect you in the bathroom. So you would like say those prayers and please don't her. let my genitals please, get yeah, bit please, off. Fortuna, <laughs> keep, please don't let the explosion my keep my nunny from setting on fire. <laughs> um, also to go on with that, Roman laundromats ran largely on urine. Ugh. Oh god. Yeah. Um, I guess launderers created the first public toilet so they could collect people's precious pee. Yeah. Um, and they would also gargle urine for like the sake of hygiene. <laughs> So that was very prized. Ah, the world's first Listerine. Oof. <laughs> That's nasty. It's gross. Right? It is gross. It's gross, like I thought the word of the yeah, week was. You did good. Gross. Way to warm your way out of it. I love it. Yeah. Um, so the deadly vomit trials. <laughs> what is that? So how do you pronounce this word? Oh, it's in Madagascar. Malagasy? Oh, that, that sounds good. Let's go with that. We apologize for saying it wrong. Um, the Malagasy people of Madagascar oh, okay. um, had a method for determining guilt. So this method was that you would swallow poison huh. and also three pieces of chicken skin. Okay. <sighs> okay. And um, if you successfully vomit up all three pieces then you, bam, you are declared innocent. Oh, I see. You yeah. have to vomit to be innocent yep, yep, in the yep. first place. All, but all three pieces, oh. not just vomit. Like you have to vomit up all three. And the trial killed like half of those subjects. Yeah. <laughs> of course. I mean. And, I only got yeah. two pieces? And eight, in, in 1838, one fifth of the entire like kingdom died failing like the trial. Damn. But I mean, if they're on trial, it's like, what are, what do they do? I know, right? What do they do to get there? But can there? you imagine? It's just about like, if you're just lying and they're like, we have to find out if you're lying or not. And if not, you're dead. But what if that was for something really simple? It, like what, right. how badly did you have to lie in order to have to right. go right. through this trial? It sounds like, what was that? It was like the, like Salem witch trials where it would be like, we're going to hold you underwater. Mm-hmm. And if you drown, then you're innocent. <laughs> Dude. Or, or no, you were guilty. But if you get saved somehow, you're fine. That's so. crazy that you say that because the next one was hydrotherapy. So uh, in 17th century Dutch practices, yeah, um, doctors held you underwater until you stopped struggling and tried to resuscitate you in order to shock you out of ment- mental illness. God, oh, wow. Like you have crazy. mental illness. Let's just like reset you real quick. And we're right. going to do that by drowning you and then bringing <laughs> you back. And you should, you know, turn it off and on again. 
yeah. you know? We think it's weird that you color-coded your closet hangers. We're going to hold you under Nothing the water. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> and we're going to hold you under the water until you, fi- you, think you scientifically will. die, and then I'm sure you'll be fixed. But you what if you decide, okay, that. cool, and you go under the water and you just mentally tell you, like, don't struggle, just remain calm. Do they do it until you start to struggle and then see, or could you successfully, like, lie your way out of it? I don't know. Like wiggling your toes. I'm sure there's someone, there's people that can hold their breath for a long time. There was a, they did a, they just did a movie underwater. It was a, almost whole thing. It was was Avatar. Avatar. It was Avatar. And so they really did underwater stuff and they learned to free dive. Yes. Oh, fun fact. Um, That star is Kate Winslet. Mm -hmm. She broke the record. I was just going to say. For actor who held their breath. Uh, underwater the longest in the middle of like filming. Right. Amazing. The person who held the record before was Tom Cruise. Oh, wow. And she wow. held her breath for like seven and a half minutes. Seven and a half minutes. Uh, moving on. Gross dentistry. Okay. Um, toothpaste apparently used to be made of lizard livers and mashed up mice. I, I don't know. Where did they get these concoctions? Maybe what is it? the grit of the bones and cartilage. I don't know. I mean, like. The livers, though? Yeah. I would like to know the lizard, history of Lizard these. livers. There's no bones in cartilage you know? in a liver. But no, in a I'm mashed up mice, there are. That's true. Yeah. I, I don't, don't know. know who thought that was a good idea. Like, hey, I got to brush my teeth. With did what? You, did you say and mashed up mice? Yeah, or? lizard livers or mashed up mice. So you could Maybe it was like a flavor thing. You could get either. Liver's <laughs> kind of chalky. Maybe it was that. I haven't had a liver, and I'm okay with that. I don't want to try a liver. Yeah, it's not good. Apparently, they would all dentists would also try implanting animal teeth to replace the ones that you lost. That'd be cool. I would take some fangs from a wolf or something. Just yeah, see, that wouldn't <laughs> yeah. be so bad if they had actually figured out how to make it work. <laughs> right. You know, it's like they thought, oh, cool, I'll just pull out this perfectly good tooth and put it in and it'll grow and, you know, it'll be great. Um, but that didn't work. And, you know, it left your mouth like an infected mess. Right. And so you'd have like open sores and would end up uh, pulling out more of your teeth that were healthy in yeah. the first place. Yep. Another way that uh, you could be punished by the Romans, the Romans, they're very creative. They're the ones that Got made crucifixion, them. right? Yeah. Yes, they um, do. So interesting you would say that. I'll get to that. Um, so this punishment from the Romans would leave you. So they would basically get a, a leather sack and they would put you in it with live animals, snakes, Maybe dogs or monkeys. Dogs and dogs or monkeys. Yeah. Yep. And they would sew it shut, all you and the animals in a leather sack, and then throw you in the river. So that the animals trying yeah. to get out of there and yep. get alive and just so this and yeah. yeah. So you, you you would not only be punished, but then you would also be appeasing the gods. Wow. Crucifixion. So I guess they had execution plays where the Romans had a play where a character actually got crucified. And they would use a convicted criminal to and play the really, part. Oh my <gasps> gosh. Yeah. I mean, kind of cool and ingenious, but Realistic horrible. Death yeah. Scenes yeah. Because the person's actually dying. Uh-huh. You're good acting. Yeah. Yep. And if it was taking too long for them to die, they would just send in a bear to finish the job. Jeez. Okay. That's nice. <laughs> Let's not just have a spear through his heart. Huh. Let's send in a bear to chew. Jesus. Yeah. They're horrible yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. Rome just sounds like it was a, a nation of serial killers. Right? A nation of sociopaths. Some, they they came up bad. some really amazing things. Great Olympians, great fighters, you know. Right. A lot right. of smarts came out of there, but also some 
some pretty scary things. Very unique methods of torture. Yeah. 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 Um, on the break, I was, so that's the end of my gross things from the past. Um, cool. So once I found out that it, the, the topic today was worms, I immediately uh, remembered, I think it was, oh, it was our buddy Fox that was talking to us. He came to visit recently and he was telling us about these um, hammerhead worms. Which so, I've never heard of before. Yeah. Me neither. So I'll show you a picture. They are Oh, they look exactly long, how they sound. And they have a hammer head. Head, right. Head. <laughs> Um, and they're in San Antonio. Oh wow! And extremely invasive. Apparently, they possess like a a type of like saliva or not saliva, but something on their skin that if a small creature were to eat it, it could kill them. It's toxic. Um, and if you were to pick it up, like in your hand, um, it would basically give you like a rash. Like it would sting your hand. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's like corrosive mucus mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. So it basically is, is yeah. Stinging on your hand gets really bad rash and yeah, if small animals eat them or lick them or something like that. They, it could, you know, be yeah. fatal. Um, and you can't just cut them in half because they regenerate. So you just made two of them. So you just made two of them or it just uh, grew a tiny like, hydra. Right. <laughs> Uh-huh. And so the way that you kill it is you have to put it in, you have to pick it up with like a paper towel with some salt and then put it in a Ziploc bag with more salt and then close it up and then throw it away in the trash. God, that's, that's horrible. The, that's, so it probably, uh, the salt yeah. burns it to death. That's mm-hmm. fucking horrible. Right? You couldn't just put it in a fire? I mean, burn to death, or acid cool. to death. Yeah. You know. I guess they're both pretty sucky ways for yeah. a worm yeah. to die. Yeah. Well, very good. So that, that's my one. <laughs> very Worm good. Story. Um, remember earlier when you were talking about that fish that swims up in the nether regions? Yes. So I had read something like that about the vampire fish. Yes. So I had read something about that recently, and it wasn't the vampire fish, but it was something similar. Um, and I guess in ancient Egypt, that was a pretty common thing. So common that people thought that this was just something that happens everywhere around the world. And it was so common. You end up with fishes in your wiener. Yeah. And it was so common that it almost became for like a short amount of time, a rite of passage to become a man. So you would kind of get teased if you didn't have a fish. They they kind of likened it to like a woman's menstrual cycle to like, Oh, if you haven't bled yet, like, right. are you a man? If you don't if have, you a, have an, a fish in your deck, yeah, yeah. you're not right. really at yeah. least once. Then wow. are you a man? And I thought that was really interesting. By Egy- ancient Egyptian standards, yes, yeah. it was just normal. There's no fish in your dick, Dad. Yeah, yeah I'm just a boy. You're just, you're a, just little, a boy, little, yeah. a little baby boy, little boy. Well, all right. It's one a, more wheel spin. Yes, it is time for the third wheel. Sam, would you like to spin the very last? Yeah. Part? Oh my gosh. I just ruined Ricky. That was better. Ruined almost ruined everything. Well, now it's ruined. What are you talking about? No, it's not. It is. No, it's not. Shut up. <laughs> anyway. Stupid. So what did, what did it land on? Jessica? The last oh. wheel. What is it? You have to eat one pound of worms. Mm. How do you prepare them? I know. For... I assume so that they're the most appetizing. So they're, so they're edible. So oh, no. you, you would enjoy it. You just got it right off the bat? Yeah. Yeah. I got it. I, I got it. it. Okay. So, you know, when you walk outside on a hot day and you see all those worms burn to a crisp on your 
So driveway. literally every day so far this summer in yes, Texas. Yes, every single day, yeah. multiple times a day. And they go flat okay. and crispy, right? Okay. So I would do that. I would get those worms and I'd find out some way for them to die naturally or like peacefully because uh, that's the kind of person I am. And then I would put them like on a tray, a baking tray. Okay. And I'd put them in the oven and let them like flatten out and dry out dried. Like, you know, maybe a dehydrator, a dehydrate, the a dehydrator would be a better option. Okay. Then I just recently got this seasoning from, um, Hobby Lobby. They had like a little snack section and it was this powder that you're supposed to put on your popcorn. It's sour cream and onion. So I would just toss those in the sour cream and onion. So it'd be like sour cream and onion chips. Yeah. And then it just, just crunch them that way. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Yeah. So I'm not enjoying the description of that. I know, I, but I could trick myself into thinking like, these are just chips. So these are just sour cream and onion You chips. inspired me. I too would dehydrate yep. the worms, but then Copy I would cat. grind them up into flour. <gasps> and you make? I would bake them into like cookies and banana bread Ew. and stuff that would cover up the flavor of them. I'm going to put mine in a wok. Oh, on a grill. So I'm be outside yeah, yeah. and I'm just going to let Saute. them go, go, go. And I'm put everything. I'm going to put everything I would like to put in a wok. Just garlic, all kinds of seasoning, garlic, onions, veggies, everything like a, like a stir fry. Yeah. 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 I was just going on like a bed of rice or noodles. Uh, well that, that the, the worms are the noodles Ooh. for me. So then I'm going to put in some sort of meat. Oh, so it's going to look nice. like a, some sort of Chinese Sichuan. Yeah. Some, yes. some type of like. Um, stir fry. Right. Yeah. And I bet if I cooked it up with the oil, with yeah. all the things yeah. and add everything in there, I would be able to get through it and eat it. That's how I would I do it. I feel like they'd end up like really soggy bean sprouts. Could be. That's not Could bad be. though. And, and worst case scenario, if it just gets bad, just, I would barbecue sauce the shit out of it. Yep. Yeah. And then, you, and I feel like there are a lot of vegetables that I don't normally like, but if you put them in a stir fry, yeah, they're amazing. But here's the thing. I would never just do that. Like it would take... A lot of ingredients. Hey, we're going to give you $10,000 if you didn't. I don't know. But you got to eat a pound yeah. of worms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something <laughs> like that. We'll see if it was in baked goods, you know, where there's like so much sugar and butter. Protein and cookies. That's, so that's weak, Milk and though. eggs. It's like, yeah, yeah, that'd be easy. Yeah. I, yeah. You know. Great. Then I'm smarter than you and I'm going to enjoy my pound of worms, sucker. Okay. Let's say you got to eat the pound. Have fun slipping your soggy hour. worms. You got to eat it in an hour. That's not what the question oh, was. Oh, in an hour. Yeah. My well, answer just, would have been I'm different. pulling a Jacob yeah. move and I changed the thing. That wasn't the question though. Yeah. So in an hour, can you eat all of that pound of worms and all okay. the so cakes and I stuff you make? A pound of worms. Um, I would want dried out, but not dehydrated. Mm -hmm. I don't want them okay. to be crunchy, but I would have them kind made, of chewy? mixed into other ingredients to make like a burger patty. Okay. And okay. I would have, because I think the largest burger I've ever had was a half pound. Do they make a pound patty? Now, are you like of, chopping yeah. them up or are they staying whole? And you're just going to put them in a, they're going to be like in a hamburger patty type thing. Yeah. You're going to add other stuff to it. Other stuff to it as well. And I'm going to have two worm burgers. That's yep. more like it, Jessica. Okay. That's more like it. That's hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. Like the whole pancake one. Sounds like pancake. bullshit. It's, it's, it's not the bread one, the cookie one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're going to dabble easy. with banana bread. And I had a great time and you were gagging <laughs> on <laughs> stir fry worms. This is worm <laughs> banana bread. <laughs>
Yeah. Very good. Awesome. Good. Well, all right. I hope you guys enjoyed. And if you did, feel free to like rate and subscribe on whatever platform it may be that you're using to watch or listen. Please share, share with anyone you think would be a fan of our, our shenanigans. Yes. Our banter back and forth. Mm -hmm. Especially with worms, some biologists, a zoologist, crypt. Ology, cryptozoologist, Ooh, cryptozoologist, yeah. perhaps, perhaps a ufologist. Ah, I'm sure. Yeah, all of the experts, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the ones that the world takes the most seriously. Right. Visit our website at threeshotsin.com. There we have two links for you, which would support the podcast immensely. That is a link to Patreon and also oh. to our PayPal single time donation button. That's our internet tip jar. Give it a little visit. Drop us, you know, a cool fiver, a twenty casual hundo. Yeah. If you got you it know, going on, you know, sure. Just whatever. Next topic. The topic next week. You guys are going to help me choose. <gasps> so Jake doesn't, Ooh. isn't a part of this. Yes. He's not a part of it. Very good. Let's do it. I have two suggestions. Okay. If they're not popular with the two of you, you can decide on a custom one. <gasps> Very good. Okay. My two we suggestions are squat. Okay. The second suggestion is egg. <laughs> I like squat. <laughs> I think you can do a lot of fun stuff with squat. Sam? I mean, my first thought was egg, just because I like eggs. Why don't you guys Rochambeau? Oh, I'm a master What's Rochambeau. That? That's rock, rock paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Oh, okay. Yeah. And is it two out of three or just first one? First. Kill. Okay. This is this is Ready? the make it or break it. Is it one, two, three, go? Or is it rock, on three? Rock, paper, scissors, go. Then whatever it is. Okay. Okay, what? Like rock, paper, scissors, and then you show whatever yeah, it is. Rochambeau. Okay. I, I, so you go. So you go one. <laughs> so rock, paper, scissors, go. So on the sure. fourth hit. Yeah, fourth. Because yes. I, I do it on the third yes. one. It's the yes. fourth. fourth. Okay, sure. Fourth. Okay. You do this why I ask. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> squat. Squat. <laughs> it is. I am defeated. I accept defeat. The next topic is squat. Yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> Jacob is going to be so pleased, I'm sure. I think yes. he's going to like it. I think he will like that yeah. one. Thank you guys for joining, and yeah. we'll see you again next time. Thank you guys for joining me on this recording. Absolutely. Thanks, Thanks for having fun. me. It was fun. We love it. See you guys next time. Bye. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. fish penis things for me <laughs> i've already had uh an enlarged vulva and it was really bad so this is a reference to <laughs> when he was hospitalized he had just had surgery and he got it was an emergency yeah he had his words mixed up <laughs> oh no and made a very unfortunate error my prostate enlarged or whatever uh, but i and for some reason i thought it was vulva they said and so, mind you, I was in the hospital five days. I was in the ICU for four of those days, right? They were trying to figure out what was going on. When they finally figured it out, they, uh, I'm laying there. And I had been telling people, they go, how are you feeling? I said, yeah, I'm just glad my vulva is back to normal. And they're like, oh, okay. And so nurses and doctors are playing along with it. Which means oh, in no. hospital-wide, he was the vulva man. Yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. did you see the vulva Everybody. man? That big guy? Yeah. Oh, he's vulva guy. <laughs> well, they all walk in. All my kids come in mm -hmm. and uh, and they're all there and they're talking and 
they said, Pop, you know, what, what happened? I said, yeah, I went through a rough patch. I said, my my vulva enlarged. And they spit coffee. They're laughing, so they spit coffee out at me. And I'm looking, I'm like, I know we're savage. I know we're assholes. But hey, I thought I was going to die. They thought I was going to die. It was bad, right? And I go, guys. And then uh, Katie, who was my mm-hmm. wife at that time, she said, uh, she she's laughing. And she goes and pops it up and she shows me, she goes, and she goes, that's this a vulva. This is what a vulva is. And I said, that's a pussy. And she goes, that's a vulva. And I was like. That's what you're claiming Wait. you have. I was like, whoops, <laughs> I don't have a vulva. But now Jacob, everyone's yeah, saw, yeah. how's your vulva, dad? I go, it's, it's pretty low key right I'm now. I'm pretty sure I've, I've heard him say that and I didn't know what he was. Yeah. I knew it was some sort of inside joke, but I didn't know what it was. You now yeah. have context. I now, now have context. context. Yeah. 